Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Well, I hope you all had as great a holiday as we did. It sure was nice to have some time off, but it feels great to be back. 2012 was a year full of interesting developments in the global automotive industry, and no doubt 2013 will be just as important. So let's get to what's going on right now. Hyundai and Kia have raced up the sales charts in the last several years, but they expect growth to cool down this year. Cool down, but not fall. The two companies expect sales to grow at a combined 4.1% this year to just over 7.4 million vehicles. Even though it's never a bad thing when sales go up, it would be the lowest growth for the Korean automakers since 2006. A weaker global economy and the strengthening of Korea's currency, the won, are the key causes. And in something of a bombshell, Kia just promoted its chief of design, Peter Schreier, to become one of three presidents in the Hyundai Kia Group. It's the first time a non-Korean has held that title. Schreier was hired away from Audi in 2006, and he has absolutely transformed Kia's design. And speaking of design, we have a sad note to report here. Mr. Imre Molnar, 61 years old, and the provost of the College for Creative Studies in Detroit, died of a heart attack while out bicycling in California only five days ago. Molnar played a major role at CCS, which also houses one of the preeminent automotive design schools in the world. I had visited with Imre and some of the CCS students just before the holidays, and so losing him so unexpectedly just hits home all the harder. We've been saying for some time that Zipcar seems to be onto something good. So good, in fact, that rental car company Avis Budget is buying Zipcar for $491 million. Zipcar has over 760,000 members and operates in 20 cities in the U.S., Canada, and Europe. The Crown has always been the top flagship of the Toyota line, even though it's only made for the Japanese market. And Toyota's just unveiled the 14th generation of the model that first made its debut in 1955. And of course, now it's available as a hybrid using Toyota's 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine from the Camry. It will also offer two V6 engines, the standard one being a 2.5-liter that puts out 200 horsepower, and a 3.5-liter that produces 311 horsepower. The standard engines mated to a six-speed automatic, the 3.5-liter to an eight-speed auto. Prices for the Crown start at $41,000 and range up to $63,000. Ah, that wind-in-your-hair experience that only a convertible can offer. But now Bentley's taking that to the extreme. Meet the new Continental GT Speed Convertible. Under the hood is a twin-turbocharged, 600-horsepower W12 engine mated to an 8-speed transmission. It rockets this 5,500-pound behemoth to 60 miles an hour in only 4.1 seconds and tops out at 202 miles an hour making this the fastest four-seat convertible. The GT Speed Convertible makes its debut at the Detroit Auto Show in just a couple of weeks. Coming up next, do you have any idea what this car is? If you do, 
We want to know. Proven on the track and on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. A while back, we asked you to send in any interesting photos or videos, videos that you have, anything to do with cars. We're going to name this segment and call it Barn Finds, even though whatever you shoot maybe wasn't found in a barn. But the name gives you the idea of what we're after. So anyway, over the break, I'm out cross-country skiing in one of the state parks in Michigan. And deep in the woods, far from any roads, I come across this old car that's been rusting away for decades. It's a four-door sedan, a hard top. As you can see, it had a three-piece split rear window, which I think could help identify the design. And here is a close-up of one of the taillights. Inside, the instrument cluster is contained in a semi-circular housing, and the steering wheel features a three-spoke design. But perhaps the biggest clue as to what this is lies with the engine. It's an inline-six that was covered with snow. But as I brushed some of the snow off the engine, you can see the name Spitfire cast into the head. I'm guessing this is a flathead or L-shaped cylinder head. Anyway, do you think you can figure out what this car is and what year it was made? I've got some ideas of my own, but you can, can submit your ideas in the comments section below or shoot us an email to viewermail at autolinedetroit.tv. Let's see what you all come up with and we'll report on it on Friday's show. And that's going to wrap up today's report. Thanks for watching. It's great to have you back with us at the outset of a new year. And please join us again tomorrow.